0: Now that we know that the primary reason for the prohibition of hatmana, Erev Shabbos, or on Shabbos itself, is because... At some point, there will be a concern of Shema Yechata, that a person would end up putting this pot back on the fire, or he'd be insulating it in a remetz that has a gecholm that has coals, and you might end up stoking the coals on Shabbos. So this really brings us back to our original discussion regarding Shehia, leaving food on the fire going into Shabbos. And we all know that there are ways to avoid the concern to mitigate the risk of Shema yechat that a person might stoke the coals, we had many different things one could consider first of all, we knew we know that if it's Garfakatatam, if you do some type of black some foil that, that that's a modern application of what the Mishnah says garavakattam that you would shovel out the coals, cover it with ashes, so maybe Bahatmana i I should be able to do the same thing that as long as my coals are covered, or my heating element is covered, shouldn't there be a heter of Garfakatum? Additionally, when it came to the halachas of shehiya we know that once something is fully cooked, there's no problem, you're allowed to leave it on an open flame. And the truth is, there's a it, If it's less than fully cooked, maybe, it's a third cooked, to half cooked, we know shit that chananya, that's fine. One is allowed to leave food on an open flame, even when it's not fully cooked, as long as it's partially cooked. So, why don't we apply this when it comes to the Gezera of Hatmana? If the whole problem is, a person might come to stoke the coals, shouldn't we invoke all these Heterim? There's another Heter of Kedera Chaisa. You have something that's raw. Now, how you you get raw food cooked through towels? Whatever it is, however you figure figured it out. So, as long as there's a uh, an understanding that this food's not going to be ready too quickly, we should, we should have the same allowance to leave things... Wrapped up, the same way leave it on the fire without a blech. So the truth is, this is grappled, you know, within the Rishonim. Rabbeinu Tam says that when it comes to hatmana, typically the purpose of hatmana was to keep things hot. It wasn't to cook things. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, done to uh, take food that was raw and cook it. It was done th- to keep things hot. So when your whole entire goal is... Uh, a heat, so then there is more of a concern that a little bit of chitoy would help. That just by blowing it a little bit, just by, you know, moving the coal just just a little bit, you'll have your uh, intended result, and you'll get it hot. As opposed to shahiya, when you leave things on the fire, you're typically leaving something that's raw or not fully cooked, and let's say your fire is waning, so in order for you to, to ramp it back up, just blowing it for one second is not going to do it. That's not going to maintain the temperature on the level that you need to cook it. And therefore, there's less of a concern by Shahia by leaving food on the fire, than there is when it comes to <clears throat> hatmana. Because by hatmana, you're typically dealing with foods that just need a little bit of heat. So there is more of a risk that you would do... Uh, that you would do a yechata begachalam. The Roshas typically was for the next day hatmana, and that's why you uh, you'd be more concerned that the person would do uh, chitoy because he needs this for tomorrow, and the the heat is going down. Another reason why hatmana is more machmir than. Shehia. Now the truth is, when we, there's another Gezerah that we didn't discuss yet, which is called chazara. that when a person returns food to the fire, and the Mishnah tells us, everyone agrees, that when it comes to chazara, when it, when it comes to putting food back on the fire on Shabbos, your classic yeshiva guy eating challenge Friday night, and he wants to put it back on the fire. So in addition, for it to be fully cooked, it has to also be Garifa HaKotum. You need a black there. What do you mean? Why do we need a black there? It's fully cooked. And when it comes to shahiya, if it's fully cooked, I don't need a blech. So clearly, when it comes to these gazeras, we have to get into each one on its own. We can't. We don't necessarily compare heterum or kulos that we have in one place, one area, to another area in these halachas. But the truth is, just to give away something we'll discuss later on, is that perhaps we will invoke these haterim. In situations of the or to be melamitschos on a minog sometimes we'll see people have a minog to or have a, have a custom which is not a minog but it's kach nohug, people have hanhagas that are not necessarily up to par with the halachas of hatmana so then all of a sudden you'll see the placekim discussing some of the heterim that we say by hat by we say by will invoke these heterim by hatmana because some of the rishana mention it. But halachah we paskin that when it comes to shahiyah, you have those heterim of garafakatum, mevushal called Sarkai fully cooked. However, when it comes to hatmana, these are not; these do not play a factor. Okay. So, the question we must ask ourselves is: How do we figure out when I put something on the fire? Am I doing shahiyah or am I doing hatmana? Shihiya keeps it warm. Hatmana also keeps it warm. So hatmana is some type of wrapping, and shihiya is not wrapping. How do I decide if what I'm doing is hatmana or shihiya? Now, why do I care? Very tremendous difference. If I'm doing shihiya, so I go to the first uh, couple shiurim of chai adam beiz, uh Beis, uh, Chelik Beis cloud Beis. I go through it. Eli Mark was twelve minute halacha shir. We figure out what to do when I leave food on the uh, leave, leave food on the fire going into Shabbos. But if it's hatmana then I can't do it. I'm not allowed to do Hatmana Erev Shabbos. There's nothing I could do. If it's, if it's defined as Hatmana, imhev, heva, I'm not allowed to do this on a Friday and there's nothing I could do to avoid the Isser of Hatmana. So, how do we figure out what's Hatmana what's not Hatmana? So, the Shulchan Aruch in Siman and Reishon and Zayin, he says like this. He says that when a person leaves the food. What's considered shahiya? She is when you put a pot on the fire. The coals were in the oven, typically, in the uh, kira of the gemara. So you had coals in an, in an oven, and there was a, uh, 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 a a space on top of this oven that a pot could fit beautifully in it. So the pot is suspended on top of coals. There's airspace between the coals and the pot. That is called shahia That is called leaving food on the fire going into Shabbos. So you have those HaTarim. However, let's say a person would put the pot in the fire itself, in the coals, so then that doesn't work. That's B'verosh that's and in ration on Gimel at the end, when he's discussing leaving food on the fire. He says if a person would actually leave it in Gecholim, he says... <clears throat> If, if the pot touches the gecholim, if the pot is touching the coals, the divrei hako also the says, that is called hatmana. So we're stuck. That means if food is on the fire itself, one is not allowed to do uh, leave that on the, on the fire because that's called hatmana. So we have to figure out why exactly what we do today, leaving food on an uh, open flame, if it's fully cooked, why is that not a problem of hatmana? So... A Bavadi Yosef has a truva, and he says that any time there's a there's a separation between the fire, the heating element, and your and your and your pots, that's not called hatmana. So what would that be? What example for that would be? Let's say a person has a black on the fire, or let's say you have uh, you have ear space between the flame and your pot, that would not be called hatmana. And that's the manner. The minhag is not to be mahmer like the Shocher that if a person leaves food on an open flame, that that would be called hatmana we would be mekel, uh, even in the Pesach of the Shulchanach, we'd be mekel. However, the truth is, for Ashkenazim, there's, a, there's another opinion. When the Ramah brings down this halacha of hatmana, trying to figure out the difference between hatmana and shihia, one is something called insulating, one is something called leaving food on the fire, he quotes Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam. says the only time we call something hatmana is when it's fully wrapped. If it's not fully wrapped, if it's only Hatmana, the miktsas, is only partially wrapped. Even the Shulchan case, where a person leaves a pot on top of coals, not a problem. That's not called hatmana. That's called Shia. Hatmana is when something is fully covered. If something is fully covered, it's called hatmana. So now we have to figure out, what does Rabbeinu Tam mean when he says fully covered? Does he mean fully covered? Or maybe Rive. What if most of it is covered? Is that considered hatmana? Now this Shiloh comes up, and we'll broaden this conversation tomorrow when it, when we discuss the halachas of a crockpot. So there's a famous letter from Shlomo Zalman Orbach Zetzal. It was right before he was Nefter. So I have the letter. If someone wants to, I have just a copy of it. Obviously, he didn't write it to me. But uh, if someone wants to see the letter, it, it was written in Sheni uh, Vav Adar So pretty recently. And he talks about the crockpot. And the crockpot he's discussing is the crockpot that you put the pot inside a, uh, a mold, inside a, uh, a heating element. And the question is, is that considered hatmana? So the problem would be, if that is called hatmana, this is an issue, because you can't even do it on Friday. Since this hatmana would be hatmana uh, bidavra ha-maisif the heating element is definitely heating up your chalant, so and you wouldn't be able to do that even on Friday, so the question is, and this what this discussion was brought back to life, you know, uh, twenty years ago, is that considered hatmana or not? Well, what would be what would be the, the shaila? Depends how you learn, Rabbeinatam. If you hold like that, Rabbeinatam means that as long as you have, as long as it's not kulai, the entire crop the entire pot is covered, so this is not called hatmana. However, if you, you learn, as the prime government questions, that maybe I don't need kulai I don't need all of it to be covered to call hatmana. We'll take a term from Yeridea, a term from Sanhedrin. Rive, rubai ke As long as raiv is covered, so that would be called hatmana. I don't need everything to be covered. So this discussion, you see what will play out when it comes to the pot. So that's tomorrow's conversation. Just one more point when it comes to and where it would apply in our homes. So we briefly mentioned this yesterday, that when we discuss things that are things that, that increase the heat, it doesn't have to be that the, what you're wrapping it with, specifically that itself, increases the heat. Let's say I, I take a pot and I wrap it in a towel and I put this towel on top of my oven and my oven is on. So halakhically, the Shulchan Aruch says, that is called since the towel is wrapping it, and the heat of the towel, now that it's heated up by the fire, will increase the temperature of your soup, will increase the, it's, it's called a davr ha one is not allowed to do that on Shabbos. So the question is, people do it. You look around, some people do this. So the truth is, Toysvitz asked this question, that there was a minute that people had this Hanaga to do that, and there are a few terutzim, for what, uh, what would be the lima chus when the oven is on and the towel is wrapping it? However, based on the p'sak of the Rama and Rabbeinu Tam, they, as long as you didn't cover it fully, there is uh, there's what to rely on. So let's see in tomorrow's share, Let's discuss what does it mean that I didn't wrap my towel fully prior to uh, leaving it on the oven, uh, going into Shabbos. Do doesn't mean as long as it's 99% covered, not 100%, I'm good. Or no, maybe, right, once it's more than 50% covered, I have an issue. So we'll discuss crock pots tomorrow, the towel situation. We will also get into a Toys' answer on what the minog, and the Mr. Brew brings us down as well, the minog that we have to put this, these pots on top of an oven that's still on on Shabbos, even though it's being wrapped and it's adding heat. So Shem, we'll get to that tomorrow.